0: Welcome to the Armchair Strategists, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy.
1: Talking about the film with Tom
0: Cruise, right? That's it? Mm -hmm. That's it, yeah. Is that the one where he's in his socks and pretends? Yeah. Yeah. Does the thing. It's, everybody's
1: seen that scene. Um, and most, what, 16-year-old boys have tried to reenact it. Wait, um, so you've tried to reenact that? Uh, no, I was, I was well way older than 16 when the movie came out, so I did not try to reenact it. But I, I guess I had dreams about it, maybe. I don't know. It's, uh, you see it in everything. Everybody's trying to reenact the risky business thing.
0: So, speaking of which, we, uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, no, wait, um, speaking of, um, what's that called? Um, Scientology? Scientology. No. What are we talking about? Oh, risk. 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 Uh, yeah. I know, It's risk. You're talking about the board
1: game, yeah? The board game. Mm-hmm. Board game risk, world domination. The game of life. Yeah. I always got life and risk mixed up. Uh, no, Risk, I, I can remember playing Risk for many hours late into the night and early mornings. And
0: So what's the craziest thing you ever did? Wow. Um, <laughs> one of the top ten crazy. Let's one of that. the top ten.
1: So uh, I'd never been whitewater rafting, so I whitewater rafted down the White Mile, which is the longest continuous class five rapids in the Americas. That was
0: my first When one. you were, When you were 25 years old, right?
1: Not quite. I did that when I was into my 60s. I won't tell you how far. Uh, so that was kind of risky. Did anyone die? Nobody died, but there is a film called The Green Mile about that very same stretch of river where multiple people died on a, on a trip down the river.
0: Well, so if people, if people have died in that spot, then that's that's some pretty high risk. I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah.
1: So I, I think a, a trip of like 11 people and six of them didn't make it.
0: So it was, Whoa. That was pretty. Did yeah. you watch that before or after the trip? I had watched it before. I also <laughs> watched
1: it after. And interestingly enough, um, our guide who, I mean, this was a seven-day trip down the river. So we spent seven days on the river going through multiple rapids. Our guide was uh, one of the people who pulled the
0: bodies out of the river that day. No way. Wow. Very so you were starstruck.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: kinda. He
1: was it was pretty cool. It was a it was a great trip. Pretty dangerous though for an old man.
0: So all right. So now I'm curious. You've been to 130 countries. Really? Are there that many? Yeah, there's three hundred and ten countries, or there used to be. it's hard to
1: tell because I've been to countries that no longer exist. <laughs> oh, were... Which ones? Which ones? Um Okay, now you have <laughs> Some of the Eastern Bloc
0: countries have been have like uh, you, so you were in Yugoslavia? Yugoslavia, um right. Russia have changed. Well so then you can so you can up the the number of countries you've been to, because now it's several countries, right?
1: Oh well, yeah, but well that's true, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't Sorry. thought about that, but I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done it that way. Um, so it makes me feel super old. But when, when you've travelled that broadly, um, there's lots of stories that were dangerous in, in travel. Like I, uh, I was in Morocco and I got accosted by some guy that wanted to sell me drugs, and when I told him no, he grabbed me and pushed me into a doorway and pulled out a knife and all that sort of stuff. So nice. lots and lots of dangerous stuff.
0: Wow. That doesn't happen to you in Austin? It has not yet. On, not even on Dirty
1: Dirty 6th? Even on Dirty 6th Street? No. No, I haven't had any trouble there. I've had uh, homeless people asking for money. That's about as close as it gets.
0: That was the, the first time I had ever been in Austin and set, stepped out of the hotel there on 6th Street on a Tuesday night. I, I, And was floored to to hear like four or five bands playing. Mm -hmm. It was pretty amazing. Neat spot. That's that's a nice spot. That's uh, so a a little risky, maybe, but a little risk makes it exciting, right? So, so risk and business, risky business, those are different things. Risky business, eh? Mm. uh, Maybe not so much, but risk in business is kind of exciting. I mean, you know. you name it. I mean, I, there are a lot of exciting things that um, involve risk. Well, in, in business, you can you can run business multiple ways.
1: You can be like me and get your armchair and sit back and strategize. You like how I brought armchair strategists into that. That was good. It uh, was good. Good plug. No, you can you can you can play the safe way. You can can do the same thing that everybody else does and if you do that you'll get the same results that everybody else gets assuming you do it as well as everybody else or you can try and find different ways of doing it which is higher risk but the rewards are going to be higher so everybody has to make their own risk reward assessment uh are the rewards sufficient to make the risk worthwhile
0: what I think is interesting is that um, in a time like this, where just about all of us are running some risk, um, I think I could almost say 100% of people listening to this right now are, are in risk of some kind because mm-hmm. there's some uncertainty. It's kind of an interesting time to maybe add a little bit of risk here or there. Don't overdo it. Don't, don't put all your money in Bitcoin. But... It's almost like if you take a little risk now, it could have a pretty big reward potentially when things swing back.
1: Yeah, and it's really interesting because some of the biggest companies in the tech world, particularly today, were born in periods of high risk economically. They were born in periods of uh, recession. And the entrepreneurs leading those companies didn't allow the risk of uncertainty to prevent them from moving forward and finding a way through. So the, the, what comes out of that thinking is that opportunity is hidden in places where life is a little bit difficult. Um,
0: And I think, I think, um, I mean, in, in our business, I get the gift of seeing similar things to what people in, you know, therapy or, or physicians see people in great times of in large big times of trauma in their lives making dramatic shifts and seeing great healing and success which is it's quite a gift to us to see that in our work and it, it makes me something amazing it makes me sometimes forget that people are feeling sort of abandoned out there and and stuck stuck in the path they're in I think what's amazing is that people of any age, whether you're in your early 20s or whether you're in your late 80s, whatever, uh, there's a way to actually be significant and to to kind of take some control back in your life. And it might involve just a touch of risk, not too much and not the wrong risks, but just a little bit of stepping outside the the norm. So it's a little bit
1: about mindset. Um, Most risk, these days is not physical risk, although in the current times, there's an element of that. Um, yeah.
0: Don't jump it, out of airplanes this week.
1: Yeah, and certainly not without a parachute. Yeah. Um, but business risk tends not to be of a physical nature. It tends not to be of a health nature. It tends to be more uh, financial risk. And it tends to be driven a little bit, people's acceptance of risk is driven a little bit by fear of the unknown, fear of the future, and that fear makes the risk seem way too high because you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so there's a whole lot of stuff we can talk about in terms of mitigating risk and a whole lot of stuff we can talk about in terms of credit, as an example, um, something that people fear, and there's good credit and bad credit all that sort of stuff. But the reality is that more risk taken purposefully, fully aware of the downside, is likely to be something that you can handle and you can take one step at a time. So don't start off by thinking that you're going to become a $5 billion company. Start off by selling something to your neighbor. Start off by creating something that people need. Um, And people will always pay for whatever it is that is a big urgent problem, uh, an urgent need. They will pay for that. So start off by finding out what that is. Um, Mitigate the risk by taking small steps.
0: And I would would say on the flip side of the financial risk, tied up with it because emotional and financial are often right there tied up together. Risk in terms of brand is often more difficult emotionally Mm -hmm. but more beneficial in terms of business than financial risk. Can you risk a different kind of messaging to your audience? Can you risk a different look, a different uh, product? a different thing that that matches the times. Can you risk going back five years and saying, let's redefine what our core brand, core mission, core values are for the new five years? And that sort of risk is one absolutely worth taking. Absolutely. We, We see it frequently,
1: people who are unwilling to step into their own authenticity, step into their own real me, real me, for fear that it may offend somebody who may have been thinking about becoming a customer or a client. And yet the truth is, the reality is that the more authentic you become, the more authenticity you show, what's and all, your people are going to be attracted to you and those people that would never be your people uh, are probably repelled somewhat and that's Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not in business to sell to everybody. You're in business to sell and provide solution to those people who need you. Um, and
0: this is, this is what's most interesting. So if you attach risk to the warts and you say, let's talk about warts. How many people in the, in the, in the country or in the world have warts or have dealt with warts or think about warts? <laughs> interesting. What if you choose just the people with warts as your audience, right? If you're a work person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of a sudden you're talking millions of people mm-hmm. in your audience. What, what, what can you do for those people? And so a rethink of the warts in your life of the things that you might see as flaws actually probably are features of your brand that you might not have noticed. Mm-hmm. They might be things about you that actually make you special and not bad they might they make you weird which like in austin right austin austin is weird keep keep austin weird yeah and weird is a good thing now you know and and that's so look for those features and i was going to say risky business that movie we started with tom cruise is weird in that movie now that's cliche and normal for people to be in their socks and dancing with the whatever right but that was weird in that movie and that's why it stuck out so that little little guy tom cruise became famous because he was skidding around and doing this thing. It was weird. It was weird. And so
1: we 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 work with people to find. I guess we're trying to find that weirdness, that that special something about those people. And we call it core brand, but it's really that the oddity, the oddity. Yeah. Good word. <laughs> yeah. And then we then we match that with with what they're trying to do. What's mm. their big mission? What they uh, what they want to achieve? Let's start with that oddity, match it, and mitigate risk by building it out step-by-step and validating each step as we go, which is what you and I do, right?
0: So I venture venture to say, audit your oddity. (laughs) (laughs) Audit your oddity. That's okay. That, that's
1: just too much. Uh, uh, as an ex auditor, in a different life, um, that concept just oh, blows my. Well, mind. I
0: bet you were you were probably an odd auditor.
1: I was an odd auditor. I had more hair in those days. <laughs> so if people want to find out, they can go online and find.
0: You're an utterly, utterly odd auditor. I'm sorry. I, I've. <laughs> I to Do you realize. have anything of any value to say? Some substance, some substance yeah. Um, well, I think the uh, let's talk about oddity. Uh, remember that word because it's it's a weird word and it'll stick in your brain probably just like a bad lick in a bad song that mm. sticks in your mind, right? The fun thing about brand is what, what about you sticks around after you're gone in a room or in your life? You know what is it about you that people are going to remember when you walk out of the room? Yeah, That's probably what your brand is. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not the blue suit. Not the blue suit. It's not. <laughs> it's not the shirt and tie. Um, yeah, might the, be the like you know polka dotted trousers, possibly. Yeah. Or
1: the uh, big bow tie. <laughs> it
0: could could be. It yeah, could be. Mean, May, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Could be the Rudolph, the you know, the red-nosed reindeer nose you have on, but um, so you can have a shtick, but what is you know, what do people remember about you? So yeah, I used to close today, thinking about your brand, one of the exercises we always do with people is saying, think about the people who have come back to you years later and said, you know what, thank you for doing X for me or Y. Go back and audit your oddity, <laughs> by thinking about those moments when people come back and say, thank you for changing my life in that way. Absolutely. And um, if you can identify that, then that's a
1: good place to start in in finding your true brand, your true authenticity, finding the person that can stand in conviction. It's that that mitigates the risk of business.
0: And Randy's not an auditor anymore. He's... He's undeterred from his mission in life, which is to help people out. That was a terrible one, but there you go. And you can find him at talktorandybaker.com.
1: And if you want to get more terrible gags and horrible (laughs) lines, you can talk to Dr. Kent at talktokent.com.
0: All right, everybody. Have an odd day today. I'm going to sit back
1: in my armchair and do some more strategizing, um, Um, armchair strategists tune in most days we have some subject that may be of interest or may not be
0: I think down down and towards instead of up up and away Mm. yeah Yeah. okay that's (laughs) that's a bad one (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody bye Bye for now bye bye thanks for listening to armchair strategists we'll circle back with you soon